Oakland, New Jersey Guy Sports. Your sports talk home for the Yanks, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for listening. Today I'm going to be talking about the New York Giants losing to the Miami Dolphins 31-16 to on Sunday. Let's go ahead and get started. So if you can't tell from my tone, this is another sad weekend for me as a football fan in New Jersey. Rutgers lost a game due to some really bad quarterback play on Saturday. And I sit down and watch the Giants on Sunday and they look dreadful as expected again. So it's another washout weekend for my football teams and there's not much I can do about it. The Giants look every bit like a team that might get the first overall pick in the 2024 draft as the Giants lost to Miami 31-16 Sunday afternoon in front of, frankly, what appeared to be about a half-empty stadium in Miami. I don't get that. Miami's really good, and and they're exciting, and they have one of the best offenses of football. And they were talking about, at one point, how it's 60-40 in fans, and the Giants have 40% of the, you know, crowd there, which in itself is hard to understand, you know, when the team is that good. But then when they showed a wide shot of the stadium, it looked empty. And it was when, you know, it wasn't the game wasn't over at that point. It was, you know, middle of the third quarter or something. This is a good team. It's an exciting team. I mean, if I was a Miami fan, I lived in Miami, boy, I'd want to see this team. And boy, it was just surprising to see how empty that stadium was. Well, good thing. That means it's less people that Got to see what, you know, a shit show the New York Giants are. Miami, by the way, didn't even play that well. And the game still, you know, was not even really that close. And it was not as close even as the score indicated. Miami turned the ball over three times to the Giants. And they still beat us easily, going up and down the field on offense, seemingly at will. We couldn't stop the run. We couldn't stop the pass. It was nothing we did well on defense. Now, the Giants injury played offensive line. And I say that because, you know, we're missing two key starters, but still looked awful, awful. Once again, this offensive line. Oh my God. We had no Andrew Thomas again, which is just a killer. Uh, no John Michael Schmidt, who's our rookie center, who's really good. Um, and we had an offensive line that was just, you know, at, at full strength, they're poor anyway. And now at less than full strength, they're, you know, below poor, whatever kind of ranking that is. The Giants basically are headed straight for last place overall in the NFL, quite frankly, and straight for maybe <laughs> trying to get the first friggin' overall draft pick. They are one in four. They are in last place in the NFC East at this point. So it's it's pretty ridiculous. Daniel Jones was under pressure most of the game. Again, Giants were sacked seven more times on Sunday. Seven more sacks given up. And by the way, there was an ace sack that was reversed because Miami had a defensive holding penalty late in the fourth quarter. So seven more sacks given up. This is after the Giants gave up 11 sacks to Seattle Monday night, you guys might remember. So the Giants' putrid, putrid offense has now given up 18 sacks in two games. It's just the bottom of the basement scraping the barrel at this point. And by the way, Jones got hurt in the fourth quarter when and when the game was over, didn't return. Um we're going to have to see what it was. There wasn't anything real clear from my vantage point as to what the injury was. His head did snap, snap back. He got sacked from behind. His head snapped back. But really up until then, he had all of 119 yards passing and, you know, 
Taylor, Tyron Taylor came in, added some fluff, additional passing yards, but basically we had 119 yards passing total in the middle of the fourth quarter. So I think we ended up with 85, 86 more passing yards after that. But, you know, basically nothing. You know, we couldn't do anything. The Giants did not score an offensive touchdown against Miami. We now have 62 entire total points scored in five games, the New York Giants. Five games, 62 points. And it's worse than that, even. That 62 points includes seven by the defense today on a pick six. And also includes 31 points that we scored in the second half against Arizona. So without that one half, the Giants have scored a grand total of 24 whole points on offense in five games this year. If you take out one half, the Giants have 24 offensive points in five games. That's less than five points a game. I mean, that's beyond pathetic. I'm really bad. Tyrod Taylor did what he could when he came in, by the way, at the end. But, you know, with this disgusting offensive line, he didn't have much of a chance either. The Giants had six penalties against them. A few were in really big spots, including one of the first plays of the game. So, yeah, the Giants are a fucking shit show on offense. But you know what? It's not only the offense here. I mean, this is really a vaunted Miami offense itself. And so our defense had its, you know, work cut out for it coming into the game. But (laughs) they looked every bit as bad as you would think they would look. They looked completely lost for almost the entire game. Miami ended up with 524 yards of total offense, including 222 really easy rushing yards. Like, it was not even close. There were gigantic holes you could drive a truck through. When they handed the ball off, it seemed like the running back or the, or the wide receiver running a sweep did not even get touched until he was eight or nine yards past the line of scrimmage. There was so, so, there's so many big holes, and it was so easy for the Miami Dolphins to run the ball. It was some of the biggest holes I've seen all year. And to start the game, <clears throat> you know, talking about these, you know, ridiculous defense, after a Giants punt, the Dolphins moved the ball, I don't know, what was it? 75 yards, took them about five plays. It was like they were on offense for about 90 seconds, and they had the ball all the way down the field on the Giants without any kind of resistance. It was brutal. Really almost no resistance. Wide open holes, huge chunks of yards per play. It was basically 14-3, yeah, 14-3 Dolphins at the two-minute warning, right? And then the Dolphins were driving again. It was They were about to go up 21-3, right? They were at the Giants' four-yard line, already up 14-3, Coming out of two-minute warning, when Tua threw a pass <laughs> right into the face mask of linebacker <laughs> Bobby Okurake. It went through his hands, hit him in the face mask, deflected up, and then Jason Pinnock actually caught it for an interception, returned it 102 yards for a pick six. And I don't know how it'll be analyzed in the papers or after the game, but this was no great defensive play. Basically, Tua threw the ball right to Bobby Okorke, who fucking missed it. It went right through his hands, hit him in the face mask, bounced up, went to Jason Pinnock, and he returned it for 102 yards. So good for them. I mean, it, it was a good play, but it was on Tua. It was not like some great defensive play where Okorke went over, lifted his hand, and deflected a pass. Basically, if you stand straight up, right, and you put your two hands right in front of your face and shape it like you would catch a football it was coming right to him. It went right through his two hands. It hit him in the face and bounced up. So there were so many like uh, accolades for Bobby Okorke on that play after. I was like, <laughs> okay, great. You missed it and it hit you in the face. Nice job, Bobby. In any case, the Giants got a touchdown, a defensive touchdown 
which was their first, by the way, touchdown the Giants have in the whole fucking first half of the whole season. And it came on defense. So still to this moment, after five games, the Giants have zero offensive touchdowns in the first half. It's just unbelievably pathetic how bad this offense is. It came on defense, and it came from a terrible pass from Tua on top of it. So for a brief time there, brief time, you know, instead of it being 21-3, the pick six made it 14-10, right? So less than, you know, you thought, okay, yeah, 14-10. Less than, we were being totally outplayed, though. No one thought we were <laughs> anywhere near that level of play. Less than two minutes of playing time later, which encompassed the remainder minute of the first half and the first 30, 40 seconds of the second half. Instead of 14-10, the Giants were already down 24-10. So the Giants defense continued to be utter and complete dog shit the whole time. They're going to get credit for that pick six, but again, it wasn't on them. He threw it into Bobby Kirkie's face mask and it bounced up and we had a pick six. And then they got the ball back with like a minute 20 left and drove right down the field and kicked a field goal. Of course, the Giants did nothing. Came out in the second half, drove right down the field and scored a touchdown. So, you know, the next time the Giants touched the ball, they were down 14 points again. So it was insane. Just really, really poor defense. Um, of course, you know, that that's what's going to happen because this Giants defense is not really constructed to do much at all. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about some specific problems we have on defense later on. Um the pick six was nice, though. I mean, it was one nice Giants moment, so I was really happy for a minute. Um, and it ended up, you know, if you're following the game, it was up. Miami was up, let me say, 17-10 at the half, despite, by the way, turning the ball over two times in the first half, including that pick six. So think about a team that had two turnovers, and the Giants had none. One of those turnovers is a 102-yard interception return for a touchdown. Had a bunch of penalties, by the way, on Miami, too. And they're still beating us by seven points at halftime. That's how bad we are. The Giants' offense scored all of three points in the first half. Our replacement center committed a huge early holding penalty that nullified a really long run on, the, on the, one of the first plays of the game. In the second quarter, oh, my God, Josh Zudu. He's like, he cannot be playing for, for the Giants. He, he's an offensive lineman. He had consecutive false start penalties in the second quarter. Fucking consecutive penalties. How do you, how the frig does that happen? What kind of coach, by the way, allows players, what kind of discipline is instilled that you, you have a ridiculous, you know, false start penalty in a big spot, you know, and then, okay, that sucks. Let's go next play. And you do it again. Like, how the fuck does that happen? And by the way, he, he later had a big holding penalty and then got pulled out of the game. Finally, Josh Azito sucks balls for you know, for the Giants, there were, you know, more sacks allowed, you know, another holding penalties that were declined, even on plays that we got sacked. <laughs> Great stuff huh, for the Giants offense. The Dolphins, by the way, committed their third turnover when Tua threw like a, another terrible pick in the third quarter. Just a really lazy, short lob that went over, I think, Hill's head and Karake, uh, you know, picked it off. The Giants took over on the Miami 25-yard line. Committed a holding penalty, kick a field goal. The Giants' offense is so atrocious, and just about all of it is because of that offensive line. You know, some sloppy play on the Dolphins didn't help much either. You know, Miami fumbled, they threw a few picks, had a few holding penalties. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. 
Nothing the Dolphins did. I swear to God, the Giants could have put uh, the Giants. The Dolphins could have put their wives out there, and they would have beat the Giants on Sunday. That's how bad you know this team is. I'm trying to think of any good things. Darren Waller got involved a little bit more on Sunday. I mean, it wasn't nearly, nearly, nearly enough. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard to pick any positives out of this whatsoever. It's just really, really hard. I don't know. We're getting burned. Trey Hawkins got burned by Hill. It's it's really hard. Our other cornerback, his name is escaping me, our first round pick. Late in the game where we're getting torched left and right, he makes two ahead, one bad play that was behind a receiver, and it went off his hand and, and incomplete. And he's walking around, wagging his finger like he did something. He wasn't anywhere near him. But the pass was behind the receiver and dropped, and, and we're like, you know, flaunting around like we're some good defense. It's, it's amazing what goes through the minds of these players. It just, uh, you know, the score didn't really reflect just how badly we played. They, we gave up 524 total yards. 222 of them were rushing yards, by the way. Uh, we had a total of 268 yards, but a lot of those were in garbage time at the end, maybe 80 to 100 of those. So it's really closer, like 160 yards total garbage time at the at the end. 525 yards. It's just, I'm not even going to go through their stats. It was so, so pathetic. I don't know what to say. I'm going to wrap this up and make this a short one today. So where are we at with the New York Giants? We are, we're one and four, and we're in last place in the NFC East to start. We have about the most ridiculously bad offensive line you could possibly imagine. We have a quarterback that doesn't deliver balls on time or accurately sometimes, even when he has the time. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. There was a couple plays today where they kind of made fun of him on the, you know, the announcers did. We have what is becoming just an atrocious, terrible defense. And I'm, I'm, this is the thing that really surprises me. I did not expect our offense to be that great this year. I did expect our defense to continue to be decent. Not like they had a great defense last year, but I had some trust in Wink Martindale, and I thought we had some players. Um, our defensive line in particular continues to seem worse and worse and worse. These giant gaps, these giant holes on, on running are just insane. I don't know what our defensive line is doing. I mean, is Leonard Williams even on this team? He's supposed to be some great player, right, that we got from the Jets. Is he even on this team? Spoiler, he is. And he has 0.5 sacks this year and six entire tackles for the whole season. So, yeah, Leonard Williams is on the team and doing absolutely nothing. Our other big interior lineman, Dexter Lawrence, also completely absent all year. Zero sacks, 10 tackles in five games. Pathetic. So between Williams and Lawrence, we have a total of 0.5 sacks on the year. I mean, that, that says something. Thibodeau actually got another sack today, so I'll give him his props. It was something, something, right? I've been busting his balls, you know, entirely for most of the early season. He's had a couple sacks lately in the last couple of games, so that's something I should call out that he had, he did not have a good game, but he had one sack, so you could say that he did something, right? He had basically, what, one tackle and one sack, so, so it was basically the sack was the tackle, because you got to tackle when you sack someone, so that's it, looking at the stats now. So he had, did not even basically figure in the game, except for that one single play, so, you know, if, it, if you want to raise the banner for Thibodeau for that, yay, whoopee. Um, I want an actual impact player <laughs> who's drafted fifth overall 
And I know I've been killing him for no sacks. And I know the last couple of games he's had a few sacks. So if he keeps that up, you know, that's a road to recovery for him. But he's still not impacting the game on defense. He's not. When you draft someone that high as a, you know, defensive end, pass rusher, linebacker, whatever the hell he is, he needs to be disruptive. And he's definitely, definitely not disruptive. But I'm glad he got a sack. That's something. Maybe he'll continue his improvement. We have a secondary that's fucking struggling big time. We have linebackers who cannot fill holes and, and make any kind of tackles. Okereke got some props today, but he did not have that great a game. He did have, you know, a pick and he had that deflection off of his face that he got way more credit than he should have got. Um, you know, fine, whatever. Maybe you could say he wasn't absolutely disgusting today, but he has been a big letdown. I heard so much about this guy we got from the Colts in the offseason, and so far he's been basically dog shit, as has the entire defensive team. There isn't anyone on defense I can think about right now and say, yeah, he's had a good year on defense. Go through the 11 guys in your mind. I'm not going to list them here. And tell me who's had a really good year on defense. There isn't anyone. And don't say Thibodeau because there's no fucking way he has. Um, nobody. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to cut you off and no. No one has had a good year for the Giants on defense. So it's tough, right? It's very tough to sit back as a Giants fan and think, okay, so where are we? You know where we are? We're in football hell with the Giants. That's where we are. We have 12 more games of this, right? We played five. We're one and four. We got 12 more frigging games. The next game is on the road in Buffalo. Next week, we're expecting the Bills to like hang 40 points on us or some shit. I, I cannot. I cannot take this giant scene. This is this is very disappointing, and it's uh, it ended a tough weekend of football for me between uh, a tougher Rutgers loss and just a putrid Giants team. Um, my confidence, I started to mention last week in Dable, is now waning. I really felt he was a good coach last year. I don't know now. I don't know. These players are not responding. Um, you would think that there are some players, whether they are backup linemen or others, that he would be able to get fired up or somebody would be able to get motivated to do better than they have. Even backup linemen can do better than 18 fucking sacks in two games. 18 sacks in two games. I mean, you have to be able to be better than that. How can you make an NFL roster as first, second, third, whatever your string is, and give up 18 sacks in two games. Like, if you're on the team, you have to be able to do better than that. My confidence in Joe Shane as a general manager is about shot now, quite honestly. And I detailed last week, you know, drafting Thibodeau at five, which now is, you know, not very good, and drafting Evan Neal at seven overall, looking like big, big misses at this point, in addition to a lot of the other picks that he's had so far. So all the offensive line picks have been pretty bad. Um, we're going to have to see. Um, but I was extremely confident in Dable and Shane coming into the season. And right now, boy, it's very tough to have confidence in either one of them. And it's looking more and more like last year, 2022 was kind of a smoke and mirrors, right? A smoke screen. And that this team has a really long, long way to go to compete in the NFL. So it's kind of a sad time guys to be a Giants fan and doesn't seem to be a lot of light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to wrap it up there. So thanks for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. And please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. And I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks. Good day.